Dealing with new people, what, what is their most common misconception about real estate sales? Oh, that it's super easy. Yeah. That they're just kind of, when you gonna get when you get your first contract, yeah. um, when you put in the work. Welcome to Success Superstars, episode number 146, and my special guest from San Antonio, Texas, Kim Nichols. Kim, welcome. Hi. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Cold, but I'm doing well. Yeah, cold here too. Uh, you know, I'm excited next week. I'm, I'm flying in to see one of our associates become president of the local Women Council of Realtors. I'm excited to be at that installation and uh, celebrate JPAR uh, leading the way in, in the local real estate market. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your market, and, and how you got into real estate. Okay. Um, I'm former corporate America. I was a vice president, and my job was to go around and take care of um, compliance with multiple sites and train a lot of people. Um, and when I left that world, I um, didn't know what to do, and a good friend of mine was a realtor. He said, you should be a realtor. And I said, what? Why would I do that? I went to college. I have all this education. I spent a lot of money. And he said, you'd be surprised the way it'll change your life. And here we are. are. 95% of us, real estate's a second career. And it's been, I know for me, it's been the biggest blessing I've ever had. It is for you as well. Now, besides being a successful uh, real estate professional, a CEO of your own business, you're also a mentor and you're also a, a recruiter for, for us. So you have multiple roles uh, within the brokerage. Uh, let, let's dig into each of those roles a little bit. Um, for, for yourself, coming from corporate America, obviously you had system structure and disciplines. How did that translate to your real estate practice? So the systems part was easy for me. Um, and JPAR provides, which is one of the main reasons I came to JPAR, the systems are amazing. And it allowed me my opportunity to go in and work with my own skills and get those set up. I'm very good at that. So um, it helps keep me in line with what I need to do and, and keeps me abreast of everything and in front of my customers all the time. So the systems part was easy. The discipline part was the hardest part because in corporate America, you have to be somewhere at a particular time you're responsible to do X, Y, and Z, and you are held accountable for that. As a realtor, not so much. You have to do it yourself. And um, it took me a little bit of time to figure that out, but I've figured it out and I'm doing pretty good with it now. So once you figure that out, you figured out that discipline is is something that's great. Uh, Mm -hmm. And accountability is something that's even greater. That's when your biggest breakthrough began and that's when you started to be consistent and, and to generate uh, consistent income. Yes. Now you, you, you became so good at that. You became a mentor and I want to talk about mentorship in a minute, but tell me a little bit, you shared with me that the the three things that really define you is you work with a purpose, you honor your time and you put yourself first. Yes. That's a very clear definition. Let's break those down a little bit. What do you mean by working on purpose? So what I mean by that is when I'm at work or when I'm working, I make sure that it's to get me where I'm going. Anything that is a time waster, 
um, any body that is not, uh, that cannot, um, how do I say this, complement that or push me in that direction is a time waster. It is, I purposefully make sure everything that I am doing is going to get me to where I need to go, including interacting with people, um, going to events, uh, sitting and scheduling, watching The Mandalorian with my teenager, um, you know, all of those events. What is the purpose behind what I'm doing? And is it going to get me somewhere? If not, I need to recognize that and move away from it. Love it. And, and that ties into honoring your time. That They kind of go hand in hand, right? Yes, I think honoring your time comes back to just, you know, being respectful of yourself and making sure that you understand you you only breathe so much. You only have so many heartbeats. You're only here for so long and each moment's precious and that every moment's valuable and how you choose to live it and be purposeful with it is what's going to determine your success and how you define success. Yeah. Now, as you know, I'm a workout fiend. So every day in my calendar, there's a time block that says workout and family mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm not a workout fiend. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm a social, I'm a social girl, but um, yes, I'm with you. Yeah, we all have, a, that's why we're all unique, right? If we're all the same, right. it'd be pretty boring, wouldn't it? Right. Yes, it would be. So working with purpose, honoring your time and, and tell me more about putting yourself first. Is that like self-care? Is that like making sure you're well-rested so you can serve others? It is. It is all about making sure I'm well-rested. It's about making sure that I feel balanced throughout the day, throughout my life. Am I spending enough time with my family? Am I spending enough time with um, mentors myself so that I can grow and learn? Am I doing enough research and education to make sure I'm positioning myself in my market the right way so that I can be successful? But honestly, Mark, it's mostly about caring enough about myself that instead of doing activities and blocking time to do things that don't get me to my goal and respecting myself. And by saying, you know what, I'm going to put myself first, even though I want to help this person write a contract, right? Or I want to help this person. I need to make sure that my goals and my needs are met first so that then I can help them like the airplane, right? When the mask falls, you put it on yourself first. Right. Yeah. And, and so that all has served you, you very well. You know, I was thinking of your first one, you know, working with purpose. Uh, um, uh, I call it avoiding energy sucking vampires. <laughs> yes. Amen. <laughs> yeah, that um, and surrounding yourself with with folks that that are lifting you up and encouraging you and, and providing value and and uh, trying to make a positive difference in the world. Right. That that, that that's a magnet. That's that's uh, brings joy and, and, and makes so much uh, of a difference. Now, now, you're also, uh, because of your success in, in your tenure, you're also uh, one of our senior mentors. And, and so you have several, um, uh, what I call uh, emerging champions, you know, all, all champions were once a beginner. So you have these folks under your tutelage. Uh, do you enjoy it? I do. I do enjoy it. I do. They're, I love all the people are very different. They come from diverse backgrounds. Um, previous, everybody has a previous work history. Um, it's interesting to see where they come from and how it ties into how productive they are. You know, I was just reading something in, in personality science, you know, that 75% of people aren't like us, right? <laughs> and uh, 
thank God, because it would be a boring, a boring world if we we're all the yeah. same. So it, it, it actually helps you deal better with clients because you have to deal with so many different folks. So dealing with them and dealing with new people, what, what is their most common misconception about real estate sales? Oh, that it's super easy. Yeah. They're just the, when are you going to get, when you get your first contract, yeah. um, when you put in the work and you make the connections and you have yourself set up to be successful and when you work with a purpose. So no, they do think it's going to be easy. Um, and then the other one is when it, they realize it isn't easy, the stick to of it and being able to say, I've got to keep you, even though I plant seeds, you don't harvest right away. Sometimes you know, there's a planting season, a growing season, and a harvesting season, and making sure that they understand that and don't get discouraged as well. Um, those two things seem to be a common denominator with them. Yeah, I, I kind of say that they, they definitely think it's easy, and I, I think they treat it as a hobby versus a business. Mm -hmm. and, and like you discovered, once you treat it like a business with the discipline that a business requires, that's when the results come. Yes. So do you find that you you learn just as much by working with new folks because you have to teach as well that, that to stay in integrity with yourself, that you, you have to be doing the same things and uh, that you're learning just as much as they are. Yes. And sometimes they teach me things. Don't tell them I said that. Oh, but yeah. yes. sometimes, sometimes they'll be like, did you know you could do this with RPR, Miss Kim? Oh, cool. Let's write that down. Can you teach everybody else? That's, you know, participatory there. Let's, can we help everybody with that? So yeah, no, I learn a lot from them and I learn a lot about, um, and I really think that's part of the reason why I've recently just boomed in my business because I listened to them with purpose to see how I could apply it as well to my daily practices. So yeah, absolutely. Well, as many folks know, I, I worked with Tom Perry and his coaching organization for a number of years. And uh, all of our coaches were in production and we found that their business went up uh, because to stay in integrity, uh, it, one, you have to do what you preach. And, and two, you learn just as much, if not more uh, from your clients, uh, if, if you're genuinely uh, engaged and, and transparent, it's a two-way street. So it, it gives you a lot of satisfaction, doesn't it? It does, it does. And it also helps me with my working with purpose. Consistently. Yeah, and, and I'm glad you mentioned RPR because uh, whether you're with JPAR or not with JPAR listening to this video, uh, the uh, RPR from NAR is one of the most amazing tools. We happen to be in the top five brokers in the nation with the highest adoption rate of RPR usage uh, from our associates. So I'm glad that you're exposing uh, our new folks to that amazing tool uh, from our national association. Now, um, as we wrap up this episode, what would you share with folks about entering into 2021 and how are you preparing uh, to have your best year ever? What would I share? I think we need to remember that COVID is here and it's going to be around for a while. And what we think is normal is not normal. I think we need to be ready if the legislature doesn't pass relief packages to have foreclosures come onto the market and see a little bit of a change in that. I think economic indicators are not pointing to a bust in the market, but rather growth and steady growth in values of homes as well. 
And I think you need to just be ready and work hard, just as hard as you did every day. One thing I've noticed is that the, the days of people calling and saying, I want to buy a house, can you show me tomorrow? And then putting in an offer are not there anymore. We have a shortage of inventory and I just got somebody under contract. We've been looking at five acres or more out in hill country, $400,000 since March. Um, so we finally got them under contract after writing 10. So it takes a while. Um, and to make sure that you're, you're forecasting out, you're looking ahead three months, assume 90 days minimum and say, hey, this is how much revenue I need to bring in. Pull back your expenses, do what works. Don't spend a whole bunch of money on buying leads that are not good for you. Uh, use the JPARP, by the way, $300 Facebook marketing package. I already got one and I just started it a week ago and we, we're going today to look at new builds. So it's a fantastic tool, it works really well. Um, and make sure that you're just smart about your expenses and you're planning ahead 90 days. I'm gonna have the best winter I've ever had. I'm so excited. I told my husband the other day, holy cow, normally I'm worried about where January is coming, but I've already got almost 800,000 booked in January. So, and it's just a matter of sitting down and I, I'm also working twice as hard, to be honest with you. My husband is, I'm home at, I leave at eight o'clock in the morning and I'm not home till eight or, eight or nine o'clock at night. And that's what I'm hearing from everybody. It used to take about 40 conversations to make one sale. And now it's taking about 80 conversations to one sale. And then that one sale, instead of uh, happening in 30 days is taking, you know, 60 to 90 days. And so it's double the work and twice the time. And that's just the way the market is right now. So uh, you got to suck it up and plan for it and, and deliver uh, the professional service in that way. It's just numbers. We have to always understand the current numbers and, and that's the, the reality we're facing. Everything takes double, right? Everything. And as we get into April, when the forbearance uh, uh, comes, and, and I believe there will be some uh, extension of that relief, yep. but we're going to enter into January uh, 2021 with 50% of the inventory needed for demand. Mm -hmm. And so while I don't wish uh, for uh, foreclosure on anybody, uh, some of that will help relieve uh, demand. It'll help them out of the financial trouble and, and they can go rent for a while until they're able to rebuild and back to buy. Uh, but some of that inventory will be immediately absorbed from all the economists, uh, economy uh, forecasts that I've seen. Yes. We are going to have Lauren Shun on this show, uh, the NAR chief economist, and for a special JPAR webinar here in January. So we'll announce that. And he has some amazing statistics to share on both of these topics uh, in January. Well, Kim, thank you so much for sharing your expertise. If they need to get a hold of you for a referral from anywhere in the country, people moving into San Antonio, how do they get a hold of you? Honestly, Facebook is the easiest way to get a hold of me. I do have my JPAR website, KimberlyNichols.jpar.com, and you can find me at Kimberly Nichols on Facebook. That would honestly be the best way to get a hold of me. There you I go. gotta tell you, Mark, I've been doing recruiting for you all, and I am meeting some of the most wonderful people. We're bringing them on, and they are excited and they're smart because they see what JPAR has to offer and they understand it gives them more money in their pocket to put 10%, which is what you should be doing, back into their marketing so they can grow their business. And I spoke to a woman yesterday, 38 years in the business, she's coming. There we go. Yep. Well, I can't wait to welcome her. Make sure I get her email so I can- I will. Thank you and a welcome and uh, joining uh, uh, our amazing cause here. Well, with that, that wraps up this episode 
of success superstars. And until we see you again, may your choices reflect your hopes and not your fears. Take care. Thank you.